0: Jersey is the world. Hey everybody, Chris Gethard here. I want to welcome you to New Jersey is the World. On this episode, Don Finelli, the Jersey dude himself, shows off some baked goods from Lavalette. That's right, we're hitting up the bakeries down there on the Boardwalk, Colonial Bakery in particular. And the way Don talks about his morning routine leading up to his baked goods purchases is poetic, and some might even find it erotic I'm going to go ahead and put that, that out there I want to thank everybody's over uh, at patreon.com slash world. thank you for signing up, thank you for enjoying it we had a South Jersey's Also the World episode go up this past week and it was nuts Andrea told me we were going to interview someone from the Cape May Historical Society not only did we not Talk about anything related to the Cape May Historical Society The guests didn't even work there And we spent a lot of the episode Talking about an incident Where a furry convention happened on a train So that's worth your five bucks right there And if you're at the $10 tier I uh, just want to say we got The Garden State Agoots episode Coming down the pike this week We're recording that and getting it out to you this week That is of course where we take your voicemails And all the hosts from the network Team up, react to them And it's always a fun time. And then we're going to be doing our live stream sometime this week as well. So thanks to everybody who's been signing up. And hey, if you've been thinking about signing up, why not do it? Because at this point, there's like so much back catalog you get to work your way through. So you can sign up for one month. Check it out. Go poke around. Consume a ton of stuff. See if you like what we're working on. If you do, you stick around. If not, you unsubscribe. That's fine. Who cares? Anyway... Don loves food, loves talking about food. He's good at talking about food. He's going to talk about this bakery in a way. I've, I've felt myself being so mad that I wasn't eating baked goods as this episode happened. Enjoy it, everybody. Hello, listeners of New Jersey is the world. It's Chris Gathard here. Always happy to talk to you. Thrilled to be back right now. I feel like we're cooking with gas, man. Speaking of cooking, guess what? We do uh we do a we do a food review show here. How is that for a segue? <laughs> that, that was sucked. unnecessary because oh, you can't segue sucked. from something when you're just starting. Anyway, it's Jersey Dude reviews Jersey food with the Jersey Dude himself, Don finale Don, how are you feeling?
1: I'm doing great, man. Always happy to talk to you about food. That's you know we're talking that was a food, terrible man. way for
0: me to start this.
1: No, no, it was perfect. I think it was just like I don't think you pre planned that. I think like as you were doing it, your body didn't want to do it. You know what I mean? And like you and I. You didn't want to do that segment, that segue.
0: And we have been, you and I have been talking for a while before we started recording. Mm -hmm. So it felt like in my mind that we needed a segue. And I kind of (laughs) just forgot that the listener experience is that that (laughs) where that's where it started.
1: Very true.
0: So it didn't need any of what I just did. (laughs) Now,
1: it's okay, man. I think we'll all forgive you. You're, You're good at what you do.
0: Don, you're out there in Los Angeles. I'm gonna tell you, guess what? Fall is here in New Jersey.
1: Oh, don't even fucking start, man. Because I was in New Jersey for a couple of weeks. I know. And the last day I was there, there was some fall weather. I was like running in a crisp morning, um, and and then I flew back, and it was 113 degrees here the next day. So we flew into a 113 degree day. That's what I went from a 60 degree day. To 113 degrees. Yeah, that's not good. You do the math.
0: <laughs> Is California going to exist in 10 years?
1: 10 years, yeah. 50, sure. 100, no.
0: Because it's on fire all the time and it's 113 degrees and you don't have water.
1: Yep. Yep. It's bad. It sure is. I, I'm thinking, okay, well, global warming, maybe it'll melt some of the ice caps and and we'll get some more water down here. I don't know. I mean, maybe it'll be it'll, it'll be flooded and it'll be fucking escape from LA and LA. You know, California just fall off. Just you know, you know, you remember that spot where California for. just falls off America?
0: Uh huh. Idea. I mean, there's an old <laughs> punk song by there's a band called Youth Brigade. One of my first punk bands I ever really loved, and they have a song called "Sync with California." Of it. The chorus is we'll sink with California when it falls into the sea.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you go to Santa Monica, the bluffs are pretty high. I don't know if this thing's falling off. I think they're more like, oh, there's the fault line and, and it's just gonna kind of break off from the fault. And I don't know if that's possible, but yeah, droughts are real. Uh, anyway, Don. Leaves are,
0: leaves are just starting to turn. Eat shit. I had I had my lawn aerated and reseated this morning. Here we go. Preparation.
1: Here we go. Yep, geth in his lawn
0: what else man cool wind is blowing that nice breeze
1: yeah, pumpkins pumpkin smell in the air i walked pumpkin around spices i
0: walked around yesterday with a hoodie on
1: oh fuck off man don't you have like a farm right by you too are they selling pumpkins
0: my you've been to my neighborhood my neighborhood is like the end of the suburbs it's like you yeah. get to the end of my neighborhood and then it's just farms
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: we're the last yeah, beautiful suburb we're the final mm-hmm. suburb
1: the final suburb of New Jersey. But, yeah, in the we're probably,
0: <laughs> probably going to go apple picking soon, get a couple oh, pumpkins man. out here. I've been getting some Halloween decorations delivered. It's
1: going to be 93 degrees here today. Have we ever? Th- we're, we're having another heat wave.
0: Don, have we talked about my neighborhood's a very big Halloween neighborhood because of the. So, mm-hmm. because it is that last suburb, a lot of the people mm-hmm. from the farm stuff and the rich people who have the estates that they say are farms. So that's another thing right here. Mm-hmm. These people have a five acre plot of land. And then they grow 10 Christmas trees and they say they're a Christmas tree farm and they get the tax abatements for being a farm. So that, there's right. a lot of those types of farms. Cause
1: too. rich people need that. Yeah, exactly.
0: But they all come to this neighborhood cause it's like the only close walkable neighborhood. And I work really hard to make sure I have the most fucked up scary lawn in the neighborhood. And nice. I see yeah, that dude. And dude, I, I I keep buying more creepy shit and I'm waiting. I bought uh like these little witches that hold hands and dance in a circle. I bought a thing that you nail a face and these arms into a tree where it looks like a monster's going out of the tree. And then I'm, I'm waiting on a delivery. I bought this thing where you put a screen up in a window mm-hmm. and then a projector behind it and projects 3d fucked up imagery into your window. Nice.
1: Nice. It's going like to be a fucked hologram. up Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
0: Hologram projector. It's good. Yeah. Dude. It's going to be the best. Just end of October. It's sort of warm, but then some days you need to get the Patagonia out.
1: Yep, it's around eighty-five every year during Halloween here. That's sucks. Yeah, that it's really sucks. weird. I will say, like, no, nobody. We talked to a few of our neighbors, but it's generally like we're, we're it, no everyone kind of keeps themselves here, and and uh, it's a real melting pot of different families and old school, new school. So it's East LA. So. But Halloween, man, everyone's for it's fucking dope here. Like everyone okay. goes out, and and it's a big like everyone. It feels like the big coming together event of the neighborhood. Um, and and I'm guessing for you, I, I'm not gonna give too many details of where you live, but it's a it's a close knit, very close knit kind of community.
0: Well, because um, of the nature of it being like this mm-hmm. last little suburb, like three or four streets that are very close knit, and there's. Yeah. About forty kids high school age or or younger right. who live within like these three little blocks. It's it's great. So it's a great Halloween neighborhood, and I like it. I like it. Don, you mentioned you were back in Jersey for a few weeks this summer. Yep. Yep. Sadly, it was while I was overseas. So we yeah, didn't get to hang yeah. out. Because that's yep. the way
1: it goes. Yeah, but I was down the Jersey shore. So I got I, that in my life. And I know
0: you did prioritize sampling some new food yeah while you were out here mm-hmm. and i'm excited to know where you went and what we'll be talking about today
1: well you know what i really wanted to do because i hadn't been down the jersey shore and we usually go down to either like the seagirt area um or Lavalette. was kind of like the every year we would get a little bungalow there and so every year my sister gets a little house there with her kids you know and her husband and kids and um kind of last minute ish we, my folks and Laura, you know, my wife and I, and and my kid, we kind of got a little house down in Lavalette. So it was good to go back to Lavalette. Hadn't been there in I think three years and the famous place down. I mean, there's a couple of dope places down there, but like, I think we got to just talk about desserts a lot. And the first place we have to jump into, and I'd love to talk about today is colonial bakery. Which is one of the last old school Jersey bakeries that I can remember. It really reminds me of the River Edge Bakery. You know, I grew up in River Edge, North Jersey, in a little strip mall where the little Shoprite used to be, and I'm talking like a, a one of the tiny strip malls, right? One of those tiny Jersey strip malls, not the big guys. Yeah. Uh in one of the places. Uh, one of the storefronts was the river edge bakery and you'd walk in there and you just get that sweet dough smell and it was bare bones, right? Like everything's white. Everything was like written in 1935. The signage is all old. The bagels are fresh and doughy, but they have like a couple of deserty breakfasty, you know, donuts. They have like specialties. Theirs was always Boston cream donuts. They were just so fresh and amazing. So going into Colonial Bakery, same exact feel. You walk into this place in the middle of Lavalette, right off of North 35, and block off the beach, and you get that smell right when you walk in. And this is an old-school bakery. I know you like to kind of, like, do a little research, Geth, I'm and give, give a little it now. background I'm reading up on, on, it now. on Colonial Bakery. So if you wanted to jump in there, and then I can go into, like, their specialties, what I had, and, and, and how much— uh, much i love
0: this place well i'm seeing that they have two locations one is at the corner of route 35 north and joseph street in sunset manor new jersey mm-hmm. the other is their south store uh grand central ave which is route 35 north in lava I, I assume that's, that's the it. one you went to
1: that is the
0: one everything's baked at the north location brought daily to the south location mm-hmm. and it just said uh, here's the history the colonial bakery has been in our family since 1998 Prior to that, our dad started his baking career at age 14 in this very bakery. So it sounds like it's been there for many years beyond Mm -hmm. this particular family taking it over. Generations have come back to visit again and again, making it a tradition while vacationing at the Jersey Shore. We pride ourselves on our handmade products using only the best quality ingredients. We've been a bakery family for over 20 years and have poured so much of ourselves into this business. The best reward... It's watching the pure happiness of our customers when they walk into our stores and seeing familiar faces year after year.
1: Yeah. I want you to, that was beautiful. And I want you to look up the hours now because the hours are insanely impressive.
0: Okay, location and hours. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I don't know if they have them there, but they have them on the store. They, they have them up here. Yeah, it's even. It so,
0: Saturday, yeah. 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. Sundays seven AM to three PM through the end of September? Is that it?
1: No. They're open every day. Um, why does it say this then? I don't know. Look at the, the, the South Store locations, it's it was open during the week in the summer. I think I think on the off season it might be, you know, closed a little bit more, but in the summer when everyone's down there, Got it. it's open every day. And they open at six thirty AM or six AM every day and they go to eight PM. On on the hot season, you know what I mean, in the summer. Oh, uh, I
0: see. No, oh, so under their FAQ, uh huh. Um, May through late June, we're open weekends. June twenty third until Labor Day, we're open seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, Labor Day six thirty a.m. to three p.m. After Labor Day, we're open weekends through September. Okay, so that this is sense. yeah, this is a summer business.
1: Yep. And man, do they uh, do they come through? So it's it's so first of all, it's insane. So I would. I'm a psychopath. I'd get up at sunrise every day, go to the boardwalk, run a couple miles, walk onto the beach with no one there before 7 a.m., jump in the fucking water, completely just take everything off and jump just my shorts, jump in the water, walk back to our plate two blocks. We were on 35 South, so I'm walking two long blocks, three, three-ish blocks, back to my place, drenched. Do a, little, <laughs> do a little outdoor shower rinse, and right to fucking Colonial Bakery, man. And so they have a couple specialties, but I want to say when you first walk in, it's a little unassuming corner shop, but when you walk in, you're just It's just the, I can't describe. It's like, it's almost like the original Apple store or something like that. It's sparse, okay? It's just white walls. Okay. It's, You know what I mean? There's no real decorations and like any great- This is no frills. No frills. Jersey Bakery. You are greeted with a a plethora of baked goods and the smell of that sweet dough. So you're like, oh, fuck, I'm in a bakery. And then like all the signage is old. And it, it just brings me back to it's really nostalgic. It's really, 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 really nostalgic. And now this place- from six a.m. on is full of everything. You got unbelievably good bagels. Okay, so that's, that's just like separate. They have a whole very specialty bread. So there are two breads that are fantastic. They have a cinnamon bread and Ooh. then a raisin bread, which is their real favorite. People always get but the not a
0: cinnamon, bread. but not a cinnamon raisin bread.
1: But here's the thing: they kind of put like cinnamon sugar on the raisin bread, so it's basically Ooh. like a cinnamon bread without the raisins. And then you can get like cinnamon raisin bread, basically. Ooh. But it's mostly like that kind of cinnamony sugar with raisins and the swirl, and and they'll slice it up for you there. They got a, they got the old school bread slicer. It's dude, it is so good. So that's like that side. Then the counter is just full of like. Fifteen different Italian cookies, bear claws, like uh, fucking the Cookie Monster cupcakes. You know, everyone oh, knows the Cookie yeah. Monster cupcakes, oh, right? Yeah. Like
0: all those things. Those changed the game.
1: Changed the game. Every Jersey baker has those fucking cookie, cu- the, the Cookie Monster cupcakes, and then like specialty cookies, like a shark cookie, and you know, so that's all on the counter, and it's just a, a huge row of all that stuff. Then the Piece de Resistance is in the back. Their beautiful donuts, and their crumb cake. Geth. there are
0: we talking about crumb cake again on this goddamn show?
1: Surprise! We're talking about <laughs> crumb cake today. <laughs>
0: this is now three episodes that will now, feature crumb cake. I
1: sent you a picture, and I want you to check your phone because it went through oh. of what the crumb cake looks like. They have different varieties of. <laughs> cake, okay. And their regular crumb cake is fucking fantastic. It is thinner than most other crumb cakes. It's kind of a 50-50. But I would say, like, if you look at a picture of that, Geth, it's not as thick as some of the other crumbs we've seen, right? Yeah. Where they're really like, look at how big dick our crumb is. This is about, I would say, an inch thick, 50-50 crumb to dough. And you have your standard, like, thick crumb on top, really beautiful, soft, uh, sweet dough on the bottom, beautiful powdered sugar on top. But my favorite is their raspberry.
0: I was going to ask what that one was up in the front of this picture. Dude,
1: Can I it's describe it, Don? Please, please. So
0: I'm it. seeing, it looks like there's a donut in the back, right? Is that a donut? Yep. with Yeah, with the real, bread's
1: in the back. I sent you the raw paper, but the 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 cinnamon I bread's, in, bread's the in the back. Yeah, yep.
0: And then a donut in front of it with some I'll powdered to sugar. I'll get
1: the donut, don't you worry.
0: The powdered sugar that looks like they put that on there right in front of you, I'd have to imagine.
1: It's on there already, but that is, it is. That's a fresh donut. fresh.
0: Oh yeah And to the left You've got the crumb cake Which like you said It doesn't have that High rise of crumb Like some of the other Crumb cakes we've covered But it's got Between that bottom cake That crumb And then that powdered Sugar distribution on top Really great But this raspberry Don Yeah The cake
1: mm-hmm.
0: That layer of Bright red raspberry You know
1: Kind of like an Italian th- cookie Right Like a real thin
0: yeah. Raspberry
1: in between The cook, in the In between your Italian cookie Yep
0: And then there's the crumb, but then there is some type of icing drizzled on top of it that the regular plain crumb cake doesn't have. It's like strudel. It's jumping out. I mean, what whatever is that? I don't know what kind of icing that is.
1: It's it's just like a very good plain icing. Like this is just like regular icing that they kind of drizzle on top. That almost is like pop tart or strudel like. So I'm zooming in on this picture.
0: And you know what's genius about it, Don? Because yeah, the raspberry doesn't have the power to sugar, but you know what's genius? Is when they drizzle that sugar on there, it's getting down in between those Seaps layers in. of crumb. It's getting Seaps like in. you if you think of the crumb Seals as like a Grand Canyon-esque series of mountains with valleys, it's sealing yeah. up every valley and connecting them all.
1: Yeah, it's a gla- it's glaciering its way in. Yeah, it's beautiful, man. Uh it's unbelievably good. Okay.
2: That looks so So
1: if you think it looks so good, it tastes even better. Okay. It is light. It's light. That's the crazy thing about their crumb cake. It doesn't, it's not like a brick. It's not heavy. So you can really have it with coffee, do a little dip, have it by itself. You're not getting full on that slice. I had one almost every day. I'm saying like we were down there seven days. I probably had it six days, Uh, multiple I gained fucking seven pounds from this place easily. Okay, so <laughs> I would get a couple of their crumb cakes, and then their cream donuts. Their is cream that a cream donuts. donut that
0: I, I'm looking at?
1: Yeah, I usually get Boston cream donut. I got their Boston cream donut, but today I got I just got their powdered cream donut. Boston cream donut, for those that don't know, is cho- is the you know chocolate dipped. Like the top is chocolate dipped, so you sure, have like a nice sure. Nice frosting chocolate on top and then that beautiful cream in the middle. This is just a regular – their frosted cream donut. So full powdered sugar on the outside of a beautifully light fried donut and the cream inside, chef's kiss, light, airy. I thought it had like a passion fruity flavor to it. So Laura and I were taking it I was like there's a fruitiness and a lightness to their cream. Where a lot of creams inside these donuts are heavy and they're thicker. This was light. It was really creamy. Uh, and it had a back flavor of something tropical or fruity. And I couldn't put it my finger on it. It was passion fruity to me. Could, could be completely wrong with that. Uh, but it gave it a levity and it kind of cut the, I would say, sh- you know heavy sugar. Because you're just basically eating fucking sugar and dough. I cut all that to make it feel light and not as, um, yeah, denser or, or overindulgent. So, man, they knocked this out of the park. And then a separate side on their left side, dude, is uh, a little coffee shop. Like, and had some of the best. I'm not a huge coffee drinker. I don't drink coffee every day. I like espresso. I don't like coffee. It always tastes watered down to me. But they had these, like, nitro cold brews that they would make. Fantastic. Fantastic like absolutely fucking fantastic they also just sell ice which is very funny like some guy was behind me at like seven in the morning was like yeah i'll take two bags of ice nothing else this motherfucker walked into colonial bakery at (laughs) 7 a.m surrounded by goodies basically heaven just heaven he's walking into heaven and he's asking god for ice you know what i mean so i'm like what and then they have like they have an ice chest. They have like a whole ice thing in the back. But in their ice chest on the side, in their big cooler on the side, they have crumb cake ice cream sandwiches. What? So they take their crumb cake and Don, that just put, made me
0: move in slow motion what you said. Yeah, man. They take two Yuck. slices of crumb cake?
1: And they put it and they put ice cream in the middle. And they and it's in the frozen section there. Did you, you have, have that? Geth yes, I did not have it the fuck is you wrong why. with you? I'll tell you why. It was a little bit of a walk from where I was staying, and it was hot and humid, okay? And it was 7 a.m.
0: Sounds like the perfect circumstances under which to have an ice cream the sandwich. The timing.
1: The timing. I never. I always went there in the morning, and I, I couldn't... I got so much shit every time I got there.
0: <laughs> it's, to, I hear you.
1: The de femme I would have been, and gavon I would have probably been, to get into that fucking ice chest to grab a couple of those... And and risk melting this beautiful specimen. I couldn't do it to the ice cream, and I couldn't do it to them. It would have been a disservice if I did that. And then I always forgot about it. So every time I went back the next morning, I'd be leaving because you walk in, it's just this ice thing on the side. You know, it's like a cooler on the side. You don't see that. You're hit by the you know it's like a cartoon where the fucking smell grabs your nose and kind of brings you in by your nose so i always miss it but every fucking time i walked out i'd see the goddamn thing i'd be like fuck i gotta come in here and get that next time but it's 7 a.m you know and i'm beating the rush because there'd always be a line there um and I'd always just forget about it. But and I also have another reason why I never did it, and that's going to be another episode because we got it. We're going to talk about some ice cream I had, so and custard I had. So that's that's a separate issue of how much actual frozen custard and ice cream that I had as well. Don, jacked up, baby. We've
0: been doing been this. Up, we've been doing this for a long time, and I don't know if I've ever heard you more passionate about.
1: I am not a dessert a guy either. I I just I'd rather savory over sweet any day of the week. I was so giddy going there every day. So happy. And also in the back of my head I go, I can't wait to talk about this. Like I just can't wait to fu- And my, then my dad, you know, my dad's such a square. He'd get the these <laughs> these tea rolls and they're called tea rolls. Or, you know, like, uh, tea buns, basically. And they're basically, like, they look like just, like, boring scones. They were pretty fucking good. It's, like, the healthiest bake good you can have in the place. And my uh-huh. dad would get him to, like, eat, eat with his fucking coffee because he's a health nut. And they were <laughs> fucking tasty. You know, I was like, I don't know. But but there's, there's cream donuts next to it. Why the fuck would you get that? There's... there's- The cinnamon bun, you know, what are you doing? Getting this boring ass t-bone or t-roll? And he's like, "I need two of those. Get me two t-bones." You know, I'm like, "Okay, fucking boring ass square. They were great. They were good, man. Like, I wouldn't get them again. But like, if you were into that shit, good job. Like, they they nailed the kind of boring. They're like making them for boring people. They're like, hey, we got something for everybody." boring ass people getting our fucking tea rolls they're good i can give them a shout out for that i didn't have one bad thing there we got some cookies for the kids we got italian cookies um i think i got a bear claw one time nothing was bad ever um i think laura went like later in the day she her and my sister like we meeting up to like take a, like a late afternoon walk and they like stopped for a coffee there and like got a donut it was maybe like a little old okay so it's like that's on them though i'm not getting a fucking yeah. donut at 4 p.m nobody, you gotta get that shit no one's going gonna to blame it exp-
0: nobody blames no. a baker a good bakery nobody blames them for anything that happens after 2 30 p.m that's oh, just I a was real, gonna say you know, like ju-
1: eleven. Yeah, don't judge 11. a bakery. You can't
0: judge a bakery after <laughs> yeah
1: afternoon. You you can't no judge way. a bakery, and also it makes a lot of sense because they bake everything in their north location, right? So anything in the south location is gonna probably be sitting there for 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 a second, maybe maybe the next day, uh, but they, I don't think they would do that. And if they did, they did a really good job, like hiding that they have like day old baked goods there, cookies and shit like that. You can leave that out for couple of days, you're, you're, you're okay. Uh, but they're, they're those, those donuts were fresh made. The ones I had, the crumb cake was fresh made and they have other, they have other styles uh, as well, but I can't recommend the the raspberry and, and, the, and just the regular, I mean, they're, I'm, they're plain enough.
0: I am looking at the pictures of this crumb cake and it looks like the best thing ever. And then the idea of two of those with ice cream in between, I sounds... shit the bad
1: man. I got to go back. You know, we, we I'll always i got to go back. Yeah. You go should back. go, just go to Lavalette on a weekend and get that uh, in the winter. I mean, go on like the worst time. Go in like a rainy winter, yeah, drive fucking down there weekend. During a hurricane. dry during, you know, Hurricane Beth, and and go down there and fucking get this thing. And I bet you it'll be great. I bet you. It'll now, be Don, great. there is
0: an obvious question at hand, and I don't want to dwell on it too much. But you know, we've done two crumb cake episodes where you compared yeah. two places. Um, from what I remember, B and W set the bar. Oh yeah. But when it came to, j- that has my heart, you j- came to just crumb, you rolled your eyes at the funfetti, but you really, I think you really liked their chocolate. If it was, if I remember right,
1: I, I loved a couple of, yeah, they're, they they had a couple of great ones, just different style. No, I mean, just a different style. I think some, we even like got some feedback where someone was like, Hey, I heard that episode and I went there and it's great. So it's like, that's awesome. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm not shit on I was just shit on the Funfetti situation. But definitely a different style. Heavy. If you want the cake and you want like... So both
0: of those are heavy compared to Colonial.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Colonial is a delicate swan, baby. It is just...
0: Where do you rank it? Where do you rank it out of these three?
1: I think it's... <clears throat> I think it's my favorite. Uh, it's my wow. favorite over my nostalgic b&w just for the fact it's it's hard to compare them even though they're so similar i think just personally i'd like a little bit of a lighter i just enjoyed eating it more and i had sometimes if you have a bw there's a little bit of a guilt and you go hey it's this one time and i never get it i just like never even went through any of that with colonial does that make sense i never went through the stop check you know this is indulge blah blah blah. it was just like light and it's just it's tricking it's it's a it's a tricky little fucking coffee cake you know what i mean it's it's it'll it doesn't feel like you're overindulging on anything
0: i know that um a lot of times especially since we covered it i sought out crumb cake and you know sometimes you'll go to like a bagel store or a deli and they'll have just individual hunks of crumb cake wrapped sure yeah wrapped up the saran wrap at the counter Mm -hmm. and i started i was like oh i gotta start getting these we've been talking about crumb cake so much but it is a type of food where as you're buying it you're like i might need to take a fucking nap today what's wrong with me? yeah this is gonna make me have to lay down and take a nap it sounds like colonial doesn't have that Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah. You you when you you don't want to have a bite or two of the square that they give you. Because it's thin enough and it's a perfect square that they give you, you have no guilt eating that whole fucking thing, especially, you know, uh eating it with coffee. It's like it's a great marriage. It's light enough. It's it's airy enough. It's not there also, it should be really sweet and should have that like heavy. I guess that's what it is, man. It it's not Flashy. Yeah. It's not like trying too hard. And it's just, it's, it's just what it is. It's light. It's a fucking nice breeze. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's not yeah. a heavy metal concert. It's not, it's, it's a little bit more classical music. Just like very, very confident. Yep this is the best thing you're going to eat and you don't have to feel bad about it. Um, done. Yeah. I'd probably, oh man, I just never had any guilt in that every day. Also I'm on vacation. So, you know, I, I kind of threw guilt out the window and I was doing it for the podcast. I was, my arteries were suffering for all of you.
0: <laughs> I want to ask you a broad bakery question, but since we've fallen down the bakery track, you mentioned that they had a good selection of Italian cookies. Um, mm-hmm. Italian cookies are a staple yeah. in the Northeast. You come mm-hmm. from an Italian family. Mm-hmm. What are your favorite Italian cookies? Because usually you get the assortment. Usually when people say Italian cookies, yeah, it, you get in a serving platter with a bunch of different types, right? You get yeah, the little tri-colors. Yeah, is, mm-hmm, you get mm-hmm. some of the ones with the little jelly in the center. And I know mm-hmm, they all have different names. I couldn't the,
1: even tell you all the names, to. But yeah, p- p- if you get like Italian cookies, like you're ever getting something in like, there's like some chocolate covered leaf. Yeah. yeah. You know, like there's so, there's always like these little pattern, these standard patterns. And like you have, I don't think it's like Neapolitan, but they, they have like the three, you have your, I think the three layer, you know, ch- cookie. I don't, it's not even a cookie. It's like a little piece of cake. A little right? cake
0: cookie with three different colors. I know yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what they you usually
1: mean. have raspberry in there too. So, that's usually like my favorite bite because of, of the an, uh, of, because of the amaretto flavor they put they put hazelnut you know amaretto flavor in those cookies. A lot of Italian cookies have some sort of either anise or amaretto oil mm-hmm, in them. Mm-hmm. So some sort of you know fennel based cookie, and sometimes the the Italian Christmas cookies are very he- heavy on on, on the um, a- anise flavor. And, and then also, yeah, Amoretti is, is such a – I think that's like hazelnut or, or almond, basically, uh, extract. Uh, so either hazelnut or almond extract, like those things really make Italian cookies uh, what they are. But like the one bite Italian cookie that I'll always go to is either the leaf with the raspberry in the middle – it's like a chocolate, either mm-hmm. green leaf. I know exactly what you mean. You know, mean. Like yep. the, and it's like a little little cookie sandwich with raspberry in the middle. I love that. And then I love those, the, the tri-color. Um, they have to have names. I mean, I'm sure we could look this up. But like, why would I ever give, uh, you know, like when you're around it, like you're never like, what is this? Co-? It's just always there. So you yeah, never have to ask like, what is this? What do you call this little cake? You know, it's just like, oh yeah, that's the Italian. You call them all Italian cookies. Like, you know what
0: I've been getting into that are sometimes included in those spreads, but more often sold separately. But I've gotten the past few years very obsessed with them. Mm-hmm. They're not the flashiest Italian cookie, but those Pignolis.
1: Oh, dude, fantastic!
0: Those, those are. Like the bu- that's yeah. one of the most perfect fucking food items in the world.
1: Yeah. yeah. What is,
0: what's in that?
1: That's a good question. Well, what's Pinoli it's nut. pine nuts. Yeah, it's pine. It's, it's a pine nuts, nuts on top. Yeah.
0: But the dough, it has like an, like an, a pasty, like it, it feels like it almost has like an almond paste or something
1: in it. Yeah. It's probably, like I said, it's like, it's, there's some, I'm pretty sure it's almond extract in that, but yeah, the, the, the flavor has that. Um, I don't know if the dough is more eggy or I, I just, I have no, I, I've never made them before. So. Uh, but I know what you're talking about, and and the and the flavor is oh man, dude, you there's something about toasted pinoli nuts. I mean, that's why they add them to. It's perfect. It's crazy because they work savory or sweet, right? So you that the, they're expensive as fuck, uh, but so I usually when I make pesto, I usually substitute walnuts in or sometimes toasted almond. I uh, rarely make it with p- pinoli, but if I fi- if I'm like in the mood, I'll spend the money on the pinoli toast them up really briefly. There's something about that fucking flavor, man. It is unstoppable. It really is. And And, combined with, you know, another extract, it's, it's great. And do you want
0: to hear me say something ridiculous where you're going to go, you're an idiot, but that's kind of beautiful. Uh Uh-huh. When you got a tray of Italian cookies, when like, like my cousin just got married and they had a party down in freehold and they had a big spread of cookies. And it's like to go past the tricolor cake, to go past the one that has jelly in the middle or it's mm-hmm. dusted with powdered sugar, and to reach for a pignole and enjoy that intentionally, oh, I felt dude. like a grown up. It yeah, makes, it makes me feel like a grown up. It makes me feel like someone of more refined tastes.
1: And you know what it is? It's what I think makes it because it's not because I was thinking like, oh, what the, it's egg whites that they're kind of really putting mm. in there. So it's not the full yolk. So I guess there's a richness that's taken out of it. And it really lets the almond paste and pine nuts do the work, I would say. You know what I mean? So I think there's, I think it's such a distinct cookie for sp- specific people. And you can put powdered sugar on it too. Um, it, it works with or without, I'd say. Uh, there's some sort of chewiness that is there because there's no – yolk in there there's something that happens because there's no yolk i I i'm pretty sure it's egg whites that they put in and not the full egg i I could be wrong about that but there's there's some texture of it that makes a, a pinoli cookie so fucking good and i'm with you man like that is such a great way to put it like when i want nostalgic i want to just feel like a little boy again just give me give me those two cookies i just when i want to feel like oh i'm an i'm an older italian guy now i'm gonna have my little pinoli you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like a little bit more yeah. of a grown up thing. Like you get, it's just, it's less sexy than those other cookies. You know, those other cookies are, when you're a kid, those are prime cookies.
0: Yeah. The Pignole is a great cookie. Once you have bad knees, you know, once mm-hmm. you have, once your knees start to go, Pignole tastes better for some reason.
1: Now I, I, I don't remember my, my memory is messed up with like the Hershey kiss kind of cookies and I feel like Italians had s- right.
0: When did those come? I feel come like Italians
1: on? like stole. I don't think that's an Italian thing, because like I've seen like those are like those feel more like snickerdoodlely somethings. But in my memory, though, there was and maybe it's wrong. And I'd love to hear from other people. Call in. Do you guys remember like the Hershey Kiss? Like, cookies in the batch with the Italian cookies? Yeah,
0: when did that become a standard thing? I know what you mean. The cookie that's right? built, built around a Hershey Kiss mounted in the middle. Yeah. is that Was there some other type of chocolate that preexisted it, and then the Hershey Kiss was easier for the bakers, or they realized people responded more to that shape and size? Yeah, is there that- a more traditional Italian cookie that clearly is... That's descended from. I'm with you, Don. I want to know.
1: Yeah, I, my memory might be wrong, though. You know what I mean? Like, but in in the in that collection of Italian cookies that sometimes you get in the cellophane, you know, for a holiday or something like that. Um, uh, in my memory there there was always like a, one of those like peanut butter Hershey Kiss fucking cookies. There are some version of that. I, it might yeah. not be that, but there was something like that there. But when are you I, I from could-
0: people, when do you remember those appearing? Because it's like I, I remember. You know, like there was a time when there wasn't Arizona iced tea and then we were kids and then one day there was Arizona iced tea. Uh-huh. And ever since then, there's just always been Arizona iced tea. Yeah. And Arizona iced tea was one of those things that we never questioned it. It never felt new. No, it was
1: just there. It was just, nope.
0: we were like, oh, this is rad and it's only 99 cents. And it's somehow still only 99 cents for the big can. Yeah. And we all just went, okay, yeah, no, this is just a part of things now. Yeah. And I feel like the Hershey co- the Hershey Kiss-based Italian cookie is part of that spread. Yeah. One year, one year we all got our cookies And there was the Hershey Kiss in them, and we all just went, "Yeah, cool, I'm into it. But you're right. There was just one year where that happened.
1: And I think the next order of business that we need, and the next time I'm in Jersey, and I'll do this over the holidays, I'm going to go to Jen Corelli's, because I've been there a couple of times since I've been back, just because Laura's family lives right near there. But Jen Corelli's in Bloomfield, like one of the best bakeries in New Jersey, pretty sure. Two... Like I I feel like they're known for their Italian cookies. Like they every time you walk in there, mm-hmm. that place is not sparse. OK, Jen Corelli's is they have every fucking type of cake and mini cake and big cake and cookie and big cookie and you name it. They'll have it there. Um, They have I don't know if you've been in there, but they have like huge sections of just. Italian cookies that you and they'll have pre-packaged like two dozen, you know, heavy cellophane covered Italian cookies for the holidays there. But I we should do a Gen Corelli's and really get really get down to the nitty gritty to
0: say the word. I'll be there. Yeah, We should. Maybe we could talk to somebody down there. Maybe we can get a contact.
1: Yeah, we got to get a contact and really because that that's been in um that. I've been wanting to do it there, but like I've. I need to really sit down because like every time I'm back there and we're with my wife's family, like her family friends live basically down the block for a bit. And they just every time we cook together, they're always bring Jen Carelli's over. So I haven't had like the chance to really like sit down and really get what I want to really. Yeah. But everything yeah. I've had there, it's you can't miss. I mean, that place you've been there before. Uh, have you or no? I've never actually okay. been.
0: I've had their cookies, but I've never been okay. to the spot. Yeah, I,
1: I highly recommend it. And going on an off time, it's tough to go around the holidays, but it lines out the door. I mean, Easter, see you later. You're going to be in line for like fucking. Till Christ comes back to Yeah, till Christ comes back, man. Everyone's waiting for him and you'll you'll find him at Gen Corelli's, period. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll we'll do a little strategic uh, visit of that place as well. Um, but, go, but going back to colonial man uh I, I i highly recommend it if you're living down the jersey shore you know obviously you probably know about it um uh go just go stop there they're now it's open on the weekends i, I think it's just such a great place to grab a bagel uh, i had a question a- i
0: had one final question about it, oh yeah because yeah. based on what you've described Little coffee. Also, sh- only
1: teenagers work in there, by the way. It's just this like is, teenage- I, was, I was just about to start asking. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, it sounds
0: like the type of place where either the service is gonna be kind because they wanna get that coffee shop vibe, or it's gonna be the type of place that doesn't really give a fuck and the lines out the door. So get your shit and move. No,
1: on. no, no, not coffee shop vibe. I would say it's in the middle. It's not coffee shop vibe but they give a fuck. They're just they it's just a bunch of like, you know, fifteen to sixteen year olds, you know, just taking your order, doing their thing coffee's on the side they have someone kind of running the coffees uh real bare bones um sweet as hell very nice but also yeah like not like welcome you know it's not like a perkins or something like that or you know tgi friday when you're walking in they're just like hi you know and i wouldn't expect that would kind of weird me out i'd probably walk out if that happened i'd be like there's something's wrong right uh I, i i want a teenager that's like hey what's up what can i get you you know like just simple I do this every fucking day. I'm trying to pay for college eventually. You know what I mean? Like I right. I'm, I'm looking for I'm I'm looking for a little help with room and board at Rutgers. So right.
0: you want you like yeah, you want it to be when you're going to a Jersey Shore bakery, you want the help to be like I'm going to get you what you want. Feel free to drop a tip. I'm going to be yeah. done in the afternoon so I can yeah. try to learn surfing and then I'm going to try to hook up with a girl from Maryland before she goes back home with her family. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly. who you want
1: yeah perfect yes exactly and and i forgot to say there's also like the take a number old school really? number system uh. but no one uses it you just kind of stand in the line but that's still there uh it, it's still it's still up in uh, you know the old school take a number is that's the, the systems there it's you know probably 50 years old but uh but yeah man you're, you're walking in there like they're not even necessarily joking around with each other. Like people, they're pretty efficient there. That's a long line, but you can get your shit pretty quickly. You do not have to worry. Uh, uh And people get big ass orders every time they go there. I'm Behind someone getting a whole fucking crumb cake, two two things of bread, you know, twenty fucking Italian cookies. They have them out in like five minutes, man. It's done. Everything's done cooking. They're not like cooking to order they're putting shit in bags and be like, okay, get the fuck out of here. You know, old school register. They like just have the thing where you can put a $10 minimum credit card. You know, like you can't just get a cookie and throw the card down. Like you better come with cash if you have, if you're buying under $10 worth of shit, but I don't know why you would buy under $10 worth of shit there. If you're there, buy over $10 worth of bakery goods and, and, uh, go home happy. You'll, 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 you you'll be very, 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 um, Satisfied with your purchase?
0: A glowing review for Lavalette's Colonial Bakery by our own Don Finelli. The image of you waking up as the sun is rising, diving into the sea, mm-hmm. and then walking, body gl- Bare, still glistening barefoot, with
1: salt water. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: To get a raspberry crumb cake.
1: Yeah, it's the most me thing I can do. I think.
0: It it is. It furthers my feeling.
1: If I die, you know, if there is a heaven, I don't think there is. But if there is, uh, and I'm out of there, and I'm out of this 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 plane, and I don't come back as a butterfly or some shit, uh, I hope I just wake up right when I am dead, and I wake up at 25. I'm jacked, you know. I'm I'm in triathlon mode, and I just wake up and I'm on the boardwalk, and I can go for a light jog. And I could jump in the fucking water and I could walk to Colonial Bakery and get a goddamn crumb cake. And if that's my Sisyphusian existence, I mean, boners for days, baby. Boners for eternity.
0: <laughs> so, Don. Yeah. Talk so much about how you were down the shore. It makes me wonder. I'm just going to put something out there. Let's say you're down the shore. You're enjoying the beach with your family. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, due to the migration of the wildlife patterns of of the oceans that year, Mm -hmm. there seems to be a shark terrorizing Lavalette.
1: Motherfucker.
0: Not just any shark either. Like there's a crusty old guy who tells you he's seen it and that it's really big and it has a doll's eyes. Um maybe you maybe there's a bit of a hysteria and people are out here trying to hunt down the shark and the shark keeps striking and then maybe at one point you go out in a boat and you realize the boat's too small.
1: Mm. You might need a bigger one.
0: You might need a bigger boat. Mm -hmm. And you've been battling it out with this shark left and right, and I'll be honest. I don't really remember how this one ends because it scared me so much as a child. I've never gone back to see it again. Although I hear it actually does hold up really well as one of Spielberg's.
1: I've seen it over 150 times. Really? Yep.
0: I hear it could be like that people are like, we forget that that's one of Spielberg's best.
1: And the most problematic in terms of trying to get it made because the, the shark kept breaking. So the reason why you don't see the shark ever is because it never worked. And hence made the greatest scary uh, camera move of all time, which is just like, let's let the camera be the scary thing uh, from the shark's perspective, because we can't show this broken down piece of shit uh, because it looks so bad. So in essence, this horrible broken down piece of shit. Sorry for the random thing. I know where you're going, (laughs) but just so everyone knows mistakes happen and they can be beautiful. And they can create one of the best movies ever. Yeah, I've seen it over 150 times. No hyperbole. Now it, it ends. Maybe, maybe, maybe I think my uh, new friend has has gotten eaten by the shark, and and this kooky dude that brought me out in the boat is getting uh, eaten in front of me, and I'm scared shitless, and the boat's going down, and I'm I'm on the last mast of it, but I have a gun with me, and I know this. There's there the, the tank is in this. The, the, the scuba tank is in this goddamn shark's mouth and it's coming back for one last moment. And I go, die, you son of a bitch. Uh, and it, that's not exactly the terms, but I know son of a bitch is there, even though I've seen it so many times. Oh, smile, you son of a bitch. That's what it is. Smile, you son of a bitch. And I shoot and the and the fucking thing explodes. That might be the ending to the spoiler alert.
0: That's exactly what I was just going to say. If that happened to you, Right, okay. And then you somehow managed to schlep back to shore
1: safe. Oh, God, I got it, dude. I got it.
0: And then you go up, you get in your car, you go, I just need to get away from this uh, ocean. I'm going to go back where I feel safe. River Edge, I'm going to go to the River Edge Diner. What are you ordering that night?
1: Their version of like the Grand Slam breakfast, which is just like (laughs) eggs, bacon, sausage, full stack of pancakes, uh, their hash browns. Uh, dude, their breakfast is so simple there. I mean, it's not going to blow you out of the water, but if I'm going through all that hell and I'm swimming back to shore and i fucking log with a new bud of mine that I thought was dead and we get to shore on the river edge diners right there, I'm getting the biggest fucking breakfast. Their breakfast that I'd go and get there sometimes was so goddamn good. I'd always get scrambled eggs. I know people like them over easy, over medium. I always like the scrambled eggs because I know you want the yolk and the fucking bread, the toast. You know, they'd give you like the toast with just butter toasted, you know, the butters in oh, between it. It'd be it's... like They give us you like a whole loaf of bread on the side, basically, of toast, like sliced for you, the most convenient. They might as well just feed you the toast. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. made it so easy to eat a great piece of toast. And I love that fucking butter that they put on. You and put jelly comes on it? Out, you
0: put jelly on it? What's that? Put jelly on I don't it? put
1: jelly. No, 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 no.
0: Okay. No,
1: no, no. no, no. no. What's, no, your, no, no, no. what's
0: your What's uh, your What's your toppings technique on a stack of pancakes? Butter syrup. That's it. Do you put butter in between each individual pancake or just on the top?
1: Just on the top. Wow. Makes I, sense. I don't like. You know why? I go in I'm too hungry. Each. Nah, yeah, I'm too, too hungry. Time. I'm too. I'm too much of a gavon. I want to get right the fuck in there. And and do you eat each individual pancake, or are you slicing through all the I pancakes like a the, cake? I slice. Through okay, it, so I it, do it that cake. too. But I put a huge at. It better come out hot. Usually it does. And you put that like, and or sometimes comes out with a scoop of butter on it. Yeah. But that like melts down. That gets into that first thing. I eat enough butter on that first pancake that when I slice through all of them, it's kind of like a perfect perfect distribution of butter to pancake and and syrup.
0: I also put I've tried to chill out a little bit and diner pancakes absorb it really well. In general when I get pancakes I put so much syrup that people just feel sad for me. And I think it's as as you and Mike D are teaching more me more and more about what being a Gavon is. Yeah. I think the pool of syrup left behind after my pancakes is very Gavonish.
1: Uh huh. Right. You like, went you went too hard. I
0: always go too hard on the syrup.
1: Yeah. That's interesting. There's like a freestanding pool
0: of syrup left on my plate generally. When
1: I'm I like pancakes. to go light on the syrup because there's something about the texture. I don't want it soaked. You know what I mean? I don't want it too sweet, too soaked. So I, I try to, I really let that first pancake take the brunt of the, the butter and, and syrup. And and the other pancakes are protected by it.
0: That would be a perfect meal after hunting down a killer shark. Down. I think
1: so, man. Full ass breakfast. Thanks for keeping the Jersey Shores safe, baby. That's
0: it. Don Finelli. I love it. I'm sure people will have firm, strong opinions. I have a feeling there's going to be other Colonial Bakery fans out there. If you want to let us know, 973-780-4660. What are the other bakeries around Jersey bringing the heat? What are the things Don got right, got wrong? What are your experiences at the Colonial? Is the North Branch even better than the South Branch because they bake it right there? We got to know. If you guys are experts and you're out there, please say the word, Don. I'm so happy to hear about some of your adventures when you came back home and, uh, It makes me want to jump in the car and get down to this place right now.
1: Yeah, man. It's good. You should do it. Thank you for
2: listening to this presentation of New Jersey is the World. New Jersey is the World is Chris Gethard, Nikki Bonaduce, Don Finelli, Andrea Quinn, Carson Kopp, and Mike D. New Jersey is the World is produced and edited by Carson Kopp, Mike D., and Andrea Quinn. You can find us online at New Jersey is the world and on Instagram at New Jersey is the world. Also, please feel free to reach out and leave us a voicemail by contacting the home office of New Jersey is the world at 973-780-4660. In regards to anything show or New Jersey related, please subscribe and listen to more episodes of New Jersey is the world on your favorite podcast service. If you're looking to join our extremely opinionated and Jersey-ish community, head on over to Patreon.com and search for New Jersey is the World. Yep, have merch, which you can find at BelowTheCollar.com after searching for Chris Gethard. Once again, thank you for listening to this presentation of New Jersey is the World. New Jersey is the World. Where New Jersey is
1: the World.